Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Practical Spirituality. Positive Messages. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org. The Voice of an Awakening World. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. I'm super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. I want you to just to pause if you can right there and just receive that. That's you. That's you. Whole, complete, nothing missing, totality. Did you know that that's what you are right now? I don't care what's going on. I don't care who's saying something to the contrary. It doesn't even matter if you feel like it's not true. It just is. That's you. And so we're here today to affirm that, to remind you of that, as we do on this program all the time. Um, we talk about the philosophy of everyday peace as a system for us to achieve our next level of greatness in our health, in our wealth, in our relationships. We also bring the guests and the topics that highlight opportunities for us to grow, to learn, and yes, for us to be entertained and have fun because that's part of this journey. If you're here and you're going along with for the ride with the rest of us, we should have a good time as we're learning and growing and developing. So last week, we had an amazing guest on the show. And um, uh, Claire Gallagher, and if you missed that show, if you missed last week's show, my goodness, I want to tell you, I have to encourage you. I'm just saying that you should go back and listen to the show. She's she's a nutritionist, a certified strength and conditioning specialist, and an astrologer. What a mix! You'll hear her little her story, of how she got started in that. We spent the whole hour talking about the healing powers of each planet. We just came through a full moon. Uh, the moon was in Leo. She taught us so much and what that means to the body and how to use the flow of the lunar uh, system to stay in flow and to know, learn more about ourselves and even for healing. So if you missed that, I encourage you, I really do encourage you to go back and listen to the show. And you can listen to that show and all of our shows by uh, subscribing to Dr. Drayvon James everyday peace podcast on apple spotify google play stitcher or you can listen on the unityonlineradio.org website you can also access very 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 valuable information that i can assure you will help you reach your goals faster by visiting my website that's drdravonjames.com you're going to find great inspirational information there you're going to find free 
courses there, many courses to help you uh, jumpstart tips on how to improve certain areas of your life. So please visit that website um, and you're going to learn about programs that we have going. Because did you know that right now we're enrolling for our 12-week coaching program, uh, Quantum Leap in your in your life as it relates to your health, wealth, and relationships in our Leaders in High Heels 12-week coaching program. So go on the website, find out about these things, reach out. Many of you do, and I'm so glad that you do. I love reading your emails. I love reading your questions. So please keep those coming. They are encouraging and they are informative. So you know that our theme for 2022 is it's time to improve my life. I love saying that. It's time. There's no time like the present. There's no time like the present. You deserve this. You've worked hard for it, whatever it is, right? You deserve to improve your life to the level of which you want to. Only you get to say what your next what, what your next level is. So that's up to you. And that brings me to our everyday peace moment is that did you know right now in this moment that you're listening to this broadcast and we're spending this time together that you are making history. We don't think about it that way, do we? We don't go through our day thinking that, my goodness, the decision that I'm making right now to do or not to do, whatever it is, I am making history. I am leaving a legacy. I am starting something new. I am you know, ending generational curses. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, you're making history. You are important. Your happiness is important. Your success is important. Your yes and your no, very important. So I'm super excited that you've chosen to spend some time with me today as we bring on a fascinating guest who is doing just that, making history. She's starting off her life and she's making choices and making history. And I'm super excited to bring her on to our show. Her name is Jasmine Cartwright Atkins. She is the head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl um, sloppy vinyl, and she's here to give us tips on how to incorporate life lessons into our purpose while maintaining peace and unity within ourselves. There is no higher calling than that. I'm super excited. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, that, this this is an, a great example of alignment. <laughs> Um, I, I, I've always been trying to find peace my whole life. I, I know now I was searching for peace. Um, and for you to exist, for this station to exist, for the people listening to exist, it's so special. I felt like it was so hard to find people like us before. Um, this is so heartwarming, and I'm, it's, it's beyond words to even be able to talk to you guys and listen and connect. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. You are a breath of fresh air. And I want our listening audience to know that uh, we'll, we'll we'll start by giving some surprises. Tell us, give give us your background. Like, where are you in life? What are you doing? And then we're going to hop right into our topic. And I want the guests to really listen because I know that, I mean, I want the audience to really listen to our guests today because I know that many times there are so many do's and don'ts in our society, right? We, we're too old to start. We're too young to start. We're, you know, we're, we're too whatever to start. Right. We are in the middle towards the end of February, which is Black History Month in our in our country. Right. And I want to say this. It's always too soon to quit. And it's never too late to start. So, Jasmine, I'm super excited. So give us your history. We know where you are now, what you're doing. 
Okay, so right now I actually, so yes, the head of marketing, um, and then also I, I invent people's kind of brands um, if they come in with us a little and share. So basically Sloppy Vinyl is a creator developing program. Um, so if you are in film, if you are in acting, if you're in modeling, if you're in music, music is you know, our top focus because we have a lot more musicians around here. Um, if you're interested in designing everything, we kind of all can come together and network. And it, it's really special. It's like a whole community. Um, so we work together. We build each other up. Um, kind of, if you know, if you are an artist and you need a filmographer, if you need, a, you know, an engineer or whatever, we have everything right there, you know, and we all kind of just work with each other. Because um, that's kind of how we find that it, it works better <laughs> and more stable. It's a stable foundation that way. Well, so um, you guys really work to, I guess it's a collaborative for artists. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, when people come in, I kind of just guide them a little bit. If they want to be a full-on, you know, performing art, uh, performing artist, I would, you know, get them on shows, photo shoots, video shoots and everything. I, I'm, I'm really passionate about other people um, and other people's, like, destiny because I feel we all, we all have one. Everyone knows that we all have a destiny. And I... I think that some people are here to help other people, you know, with their destiny. I, I literally find, I find love, like, in myself when I do that, and then I find love in other people, which for me was a harder thing as I am. Um, growing up was really difficult for me, honestly. Um, I was, sorry if I'm talking too much. No, <laughs> not at all. Kind of um, yeah, so growing up was really difficult for me. I, it was it was more of an internal um, fight that I, I had. Um, I was never really comfortable in my environment, so a lot of that I would kind of put on me and myself. Um, so like ever since I was younger, I was searching. I was trying to find something, and unfortunately, that did land me in, you know, um, some cases where I was more suicidal and really finding darker um, things to, like, you know, uh, really relieve myself in, and that was really a dark time for me because in that time I was really not aligned with myself. Um, and that was painful for me. Um, I didn't know where the pain, that, that that was the pain, you know. I was just kind of really focused on, oh, my gosh, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm this, I'm that. But it really, um, it was like noise around me. And I had to really learn how to maintain um, and control my own voice, my own energy within, you know, the environment, the noise, what everyone wants you to do, um, you know, everyone's expectations of you. Um, yeah, that was, uh, so, you yeah, know, that, that was a process, kind of building that inner peace within um, and placing myself personally, like, you know, discovering what gave me that peace, you know, um, whether that's meditation, whether that's talking to myself, whether that's going for walks, you know, um, just kind of really centering myself um, ever since I was young. <laughs> and I found a lot of that was around music. Yeah, I love the fact that you were able to source that out for yourself because so often we, um, and I think everybody can relate to having emotions that they quite don't understand and, and you don't understand like, why am I so, you know, why am I feeling so disconnected from my environment or things are just so heavy on me, right, that I can't shake this. Right. And it's encouraging that you are able to go through that process and realize that it was a need to serve, a need to be connected in some way. And mm -hmm. I can, it, it, so much of, um, so much of what my mom said, I guess I say it the way it's coming out of my head, was true about life is that when we move, you know, and I think I've, I've heard many um, people who specialize in social work and psychology say the same thing is that when we move beyond ourselves to find out how we can be of service to somebody else, it lessens mm. our own internal pain. And that's not to say mm. that we shouldn't focus on ourselves because we certainly have to, but 
it is in the giving to others that we it's sort of like a, a balm or soothing that helps to soothe and calm the rage or the sadness mm-hmm. or whatever that's within ourselves. So I, I'm encouraged that you were able to find that and you were able to find this community of sloppy vinyl. Where it's a collaborative of artists that you you guys kind of put together and find help them to get to their to their next level of greatness, if you will. <laughs> you know, exactly. by the photo shoots and everything. So we're talking today about you know, your concept and, and the tips that you have to incorporate life lessons into your purpose while maintaining peace and unity. And of course, you know, the name of this show is Everyday Peace. It's you and I just really vibe on that whole thing. But how do you define success while pursuing art? And I got to just say, as an artist, <laughs> that, that is um, myself. Uh, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> like success in your art so I'm I'm interested to hear how you define that as an artist how do you define success yeah of course Uh, I think that is really honestly personal to everyone but I would I would genuinely say um you know you have to shut everyone up in your mind it's kind of it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the noise um everyone has you know an idea of what success looks like in their mind um and unfortunately a lot of times um you see people that kind of put that on someone else. Uh, you know, whether that's, I'm not blaming any parents or anyone, you know what I mean? We all have our stuff, but you know, whether that's a parent that puts something on you, a teacher, or, um, you know, just stuff about your life that you feel like you don't really need. So, like, if, if you're pursuing music and someone's like, oh, you know, you're not going to get, how are you going to get money from that? You know what I mean? And I think a lot mm-hmm. of that phrase, how do you define success while pursuing art? I think people, people's minds and would go right to money. Okay how successful am I, like, money-wise, where, where am I living, like, you know what I mean? And I think kind of naturally when you are really invested in yourself, invested in your work, invested in your art, that just comes. So I, personally, I would say that the success that I find in my art is how much I create, but then how much uh, the quality of it as well. Um, because I did have a lot of trouble with procrastinating, but I think it was my own personal fear with seeing my success. Um so, yeah, so I think it was just the, the quality and the quantity is how I define my success in, while doing art. Oh, I love I love that when you talk about the procrastination. I think that a lot of artists say they have that problem with procrastination. And, and it, one of it I do think sometimes is that you're it's you're so passionate, not saying you, but artists in general, so passionate yeah. about what they do is to do it flawed. Is mm. um it's painful, you know, to do it flawed and sometimes they hold back. But then I think too, there are so you mentioned also about being able to financially sustain oneself. Right. And a lot of times because it is so very expensive, you know, I am the mom of two college students. So, so it is so very expensive to maintain and and keep things going that a lot of times artists feel like they have to give up on their art in order, you know, they have to make a choice, you know, and, art or uh, eating, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better mm-hmm. name. Like, okay, at what point, you, people feel like they give up because at what point am I going to grow up? They kind of say, you know, what, at what point am I going to grow up and be able to pay my bills? And I remember uh, reading an article about a, an actress who was, can't remember his name, but he did win, win a Tony. And um, he was telling a story about how he was living at home and you know acting and it won't he was going to give up he's like at what point am I going to just 
you know, get a real job, move out of my parents' house, and, you know, I'm an adult, and, and try to um, give up on this art. And not giving up is what landed him, you know, he went on to be hugely successful. And it's an encouraging story, but I know a lot of artists deal with that when they talk about measuring their success and they're like, well, I'm measuring my mm-hmm. success, but I, you know, I feel successful. My quality is great, but I can't pay my light bill, you know, right. and it, it stifles a lot of wonderful ta- talent out there. But I, I agree with you. You've got to be able to define that success for yourself. You've got to make that, that point within yourself. And it can't always just be the money or, or in my opinion, external validation. Mm-hmm. Right? It's got to really be you looking at your art and, and and it whatever you're doing and it lights you up. Exactly. I think that's the difference between a passion and just uh, another career. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but there is the passion is at the, at the uh, on a deeper level for sure. For sure, that is. So now we talked about sloppy vinyl. I I, I keep saying that I love that title, sloppy sloppy vinyl. And I know you work with the artists there. Are you responsible for bringing in artists as well? In charge of bringing them in as well. Yeah. Do you do do you bring in talent or you just someone yeah. else brings them in? Exactly. Yes. So we actually, I I do that, but now I have a actually someone under me that um, can take control of a, a little bit over that. Um, but yeah. So basically, um, what we do is we just go on, you know, Instagram or SoundCloud or TikTok. You know what I mean? And just kind of literally shift through um, everyone <laughs> and and whoever you know we kind of feel like we connect to. It's like three of us that kind of do this. So it's it's individually whoever we feel connected to, we you know reach out to them, and then if they feel you know similarly connected, then they come in and we set up a meeting and kind of you know get to know them and um, see where we can work together. Um, yeah, yeah. No, is um, this I, local? I, Go ahead. Is it lo- it's just local artists, or do you just you know you say you're going through social media, so you're meeting artists from everywhere. Yes. Um, so we're actually working on an international program right now. But right now, um, there are a lot of people from the North Jersey area, you know, Clifton, Patterson, Newark. And then we have a few artists from the South Jersey area and then um, a couple more from New York. So, you know, it's like the North Jersey, Jersey, um, New York area. But we're trying and to expand, of course. But, yeah. Right. Of course. Of course. And that is the uh, the head the headquarters for Sloppy Vinyl in, in, in the New yeah. Jersey area. Okay. Yeah. How long how long has Sloppy Vinyl been in existence? Oh, so Sloppy Vinyl's been a name for oh, I would say like two years it's been that name. It's very fresh, it's very new. Um but uh the actual company was below another name, Water Music. Um and then it was set they separated from Water Music and then they created um Sloppy Vinyl with another partner. That's Mike Cameron and John Mez. They, John is an artist, and then Mike Cameron is um, an investor, and then also he seeks out talent as well. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So I want to just encourage our, our listeners, too, if you yourself are um, an artist, and as you heard, Happy Vinyl works with artists across the board, right? So if you yourself mm-hmm. are an artist or you know someone who's an artist, um, we're talking to Jasmine Cartwright-Atkins today, and she is um, um Works with Sloppy uh, Sloppy Vinyl. Give us your exact title again at Sloppy Vinyl. So head of marketing and then the social media um, manager. 
Right. So head of marketing and social media manager. And so this is a great opportunity if you want to call in, ask some questions, or if you want to just make sure you connect with them, make sure they see your stuff. So we have, we're talking about, and, and what, when you and I talked um, off the air, I mentioned to you that I feel that right now in, in your life, and, in, in, you know, I'm decades older than you are because we didn't say at the beginning because I almost gave it away, is that you are currently in college as you're doing this. You are in your senior year at Seton Hall University in your senior year and uh, maintaining this very heavy duty position and, you know, doing all this fabulous work. But you've taken on a lot of stuff, and you're very civic-minded. We'll talk about some of the other things that you're that you're doing, and um, your your major is broadcast, your minor is public relations. You are working as head of marketing, and and taking on social media. Right now, as an African American woman, you are Black History in the making. Right. Mm, so one. Yeah, yeah, you really are. So we don't realize that that was my everyday peace moment that right now, what we're doing in this moment, we are creating history. We don't think about it that way. We're just living our lives, trying to make it through, right? You hear people say, I'm just doing the best that I can. And that's fine. Keep doing that. It's working, right? But this is what you're doing. And, I, and I'm, so, I'm so honored to be able to have you on the show to talk about this and, and to highlight this because this is how history gets made. Mm. On some level, we know that, but we never think of us right now in this present moment of creating history. And when you and I talked and you were telling me all that you do, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. And I remember saying it to you. I said, my gosh, (laughs) one day someone's going to read, look back and say, oh, gosh, have you read about Jasmine Cartwright Atkins? Go ahead. I think you mentioned that to me in a group of phone call before, and um, like honestly, that's been stuck in my head <laughs> ever since you said it. I, I love the way you, the way you word it. Like we don't notice every day that we're doing something, but we are. You know what I mean? This is a whole. This is a history. This is history. This is it. It's history. Yeah, this is history in the making, right? This is we are doing that, and I'm so glad that it's positive. I'm so glad that it's uplifting. I'm so I'm so encouraged, and I hope that our listeners are encouraged too, um, to hear you talk about your humanness and your and the vulnerability, and that you know there was a point in your life when you didn't feel you know uh, great about where you were, what you were feeling. But you were able to still reach out, to, to use that. And that's sort of the platform with Everyday Peace is that we use everything that shows up in our life. It's not sort of the platform. It really is the platform. Mm-hmm. We use everything that shows up in our life, the good, the bad, everything in between, the stuff we wanted, the stuff we didn't want. If it showed up in our life, we use it. We transform it. We leverage it to help us get to our next level of greatness. And you are an example of just that. You know, you talk about your struggles with depression and here you are, you found your outlet by helping other people to reach their artistic goals and and still by handling a heavy course load and going through your senior year. So I'm super, I'm super excited and super proud of the work that you're doing. So what are three things you feel the most accomplished about in your life at this point in it? Um, I would say, um, okay, <laughs> number one, I, um, I had, okay, I had this during June 2020, um, I had a friend named Jess, um, we had gone to high school together, and I think this is during, this is during the time of, you know, COVID was just starting, and, um, 
everyone's minds were directed to more online, you know, because everyone was inside and everything. So everyone was kind of the police police brutality was being way more um, streamed and consumed because everyone was inside and had time to think about everyone, you know, and that, um, you know, that expansion and that, like, the spread over social media. I remember one day we were watching it and just we were sitting in bed like, what what are we doing? <laughs> like, we're just sitting here watching people get killed and, like, literally we are humans, people that not are not that are not in the government, that are not, you know, in police uniforms or whatever, are literally suiting up and walking outside to fight for, the, like, themselves. And we were just sitting in bed. I was like, what are we doing right now? It was making me really frustrated. Um, so, you know, we did something about it. Um, we, sat, we sat together and we were like, okay, uh, what's the number one thing we can do? We, we lived in a in an all-white town, man. Like, this is a rich white town. It's, um, I think, like, you know, in, in my classes, I would see three other black people, maybe. And if not, I was the only one. You know what I mean? Um, um, and so we were like, how how can we have protests here? There's going to be five people. And that's it. That's the, we were like, okay, there's going to be five people there, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the, you know, the top thing that we were really talking about. It, just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, um, even if we are walking around and people are, like, giving us stares, because this is, like, a, you know, a town where they have flags everywhere that are, you know, not the American flag. And um, we just, we we did it. We just said, okay, we're going to do it. So we, we posted on our Instagrams. We're like, okay, um, so everyone just meet out um, at this rec center. This rec center was kind of a place that was a safe space for a lot of um, black students that went to our school, um, you know, I don't know how it became that, but it what well, it did. I feel like everyone has that kind of. Um, if you have a close community, there's always a spot where you could go to feel comfortable, and if not, create it. You know what I mean? Um, but so yeah, so the rec center was a spot that everyone went to. So we were like, okay, everyone just meet at the rec center, and we're gonna march down the street and back, um, and we're gonna protest. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna get involved. Um, a thousand people showed up. <laughs> a thousand people what? showed up. I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people from the town showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People from the town showed up. Um, it was on the news, man. Um, it was a, I, it was like, and it was supposed to rain that day. It was bright. I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I just put, I just got, I just started praying, man. Like beyond that, like there's just nothing. The feeling, the feeling that I felt there, that everyone felt there, man. It, it was just. I don't, I don't even have words to describe it. It's more it's the unity. That's that's the word, unity. That oh, I love it. Feeling that was so powerful. It was so powerful. Like true unity. Everyone was feeling everyone chant together. Everyone yell together. Everyone hold, like just just smile. Like I, I don't even. I, I really don't know how to describe it because I I think we were so afraid. Okay, so beforehand, let me explain why I was so afraid or a little nervous beforehand. It had caught wind with people in the town and on Facebook and um, on social media. They were coming at us like people. I, I should have started off with this. People were telling us that they were going to kill us, that they were watching our families, that they were going to set up bricks and stuff like during the protest, like stuff like that. And um, even like have people, you know, kind of set up in the protest. So there was just a lot of pieces that we were so unsure of. All we were sure of was that we had to kind of do it. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, I, Jasmine, we're going to come right back. I hear I hear our music saying we're going to a break. We're going to come right back to this riveting story right after the break. That sounds good. Sounds good. Awaken to the divine within. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. 
Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace. And our fabulous guest today is Jasmine Cartwright Atkins, who is making history. She is uh, working as a uh, marketing executive at Sloppy Vinyl and a media uh, specialist at Sloppy Vinyl. She happens to be a senior at Seton Hall University, and she's doing some amazing things. She's talking with us today about just maintaining your peace and unity while you also pursue your passion. One of her passions is being civic-minded and bringing people together. And just before the break, we were talking about the three things that she, her biggest accomplishments, and you were talking to us about how you turned a protest of what you thought were going to be five people into a protest of a thousand people. And we're talking about a peaceful pro- protest to bring awareness to love. So um, if you want to pick up there, I'm super excited to hear how this story goes. Yes, of course. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, a thousand people showed up. It was beautiful. You know, we, we had a someone randomly had a mic um, in their car or had brought it during the protest. So after we had kind of all joined at the rec center that we started at and we allowed uh, people that wanted to, to come up and speak. So some people were coming up to do poems. Some people were coming up to just beat their minds. Um, And honestly, that would go to like the second thing I think I'm really most proud of is um, off of that, there were a couple of things that were created in my town. Um, There's a program called Murray, M-A-R-E-I, called Morristown Alumni for Racial Equality or Equity and Inclusion. Um, after the protest, they had um, come up to me and talked about, okay, so we see, um, I, it was a couple of like-minded people, you know what I mean, individuals. They had the same idea. They had come together during the protest, and they came up to me, and they were like, so we have this idea. <laughs> we noticed that a lot of the people that were speaking were people that had felt you know, ostracized, or ostracized in um, more sun community or had felt racially excluded from situations. And they were like, okay, well, why not go into the schools? Why not make it stable? So um, that program was built so that, they, um, and a lot of it was with, um, it was two people that were out of college and then um, everyone else they tried to connect with, with that were in high school right now so that they continue they can continue the process of Murray. Um, so basically it's just like um, it's a learning educational um, experience about like racial um, experiences to be honest. It's a, um, so people kind of get, I'm not going to say trained, but it's just taught. Um, you know, everyone can have conversations. It's just a, a space that everyone can kind of communicate and um, kind of stay on the same page and have a voice. Um, so I don't know, I'm really proud of that. That's stable. That's stayed there for, I think, two years now. This is the second year it's been there um, since the protest. And then um, another thing was that um, Juneteenth, um, my friend Ashlyn and I, um, after that protest, felt like we wanted to keep going. <laughs> so we made a festival in our in our hometown of Morristown called, June, you know, the Juneteenth uh, celebration. Um, and so we just kind of told everyone to come out. Uh, people can perform, sing, have musicians and vendors and you know, just all kind of connect. We had, um, it was only black-owned vendors at the first one that we had um, because it was like COVID, um, you know, it was, we had COVID, uh, what is it called? Uh, <laughs> we had a COVID, uh, not, <laughs> what is it called? Uh, boundaries. Um, we just oh, yeah, the um, social distancing. Social distancing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, boundaries? Um, yeah, exactly. So it's social distancing. So everyone had to wear masks and, it, you know, it wasn't as close, but you know, uh, I think we had a hundred people that were allowed to be there and a hundred people came, you know, and then, um, uh, we had, we did it the next year. 
So next year, we kind of included everyone, we included the mayors, congressmen, councilmen, and um, we had the second year, second festival. And then and that one, it was proclaimed um, in the town. So the mayor came and proclaimed us, um, or proclaimed to the town to have Juneteenth Festival, and, you know, and make it annual every year, even if we weren't involved. But, you know, I'm saying, like, we're going to be involved every year. <laughs> so this year is our third one. It's our, um, so I'm really excited. Um, we have a lot of vendors coming out, a lot more musicians coming out. Um, so, yeah, if anyone actually is in the Morristown area, M-O-O-R-E-S-T-O-W-N, in June, June 19th, we have a Juneteenth Festival. And if you're a vendor or if you're a musician or if you just want to come and have good times, you can always, you know, reach out or show up. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. And, and I know you have one more to tell us, but I just want to interject here that this is all while you are in your senior year. I mean, you're currently in your senior, senior year graduating from college, um, head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl, uh, a major in broadcast, a minor in public relations, civic minded. Uh, this is a you're, you are giving a lot. You are giving a lot until so you're taking your life lessons and you're putting it into your purpose. So we're going to um, hear about your your next one. And then I, I just I don't want the audience to lose um, track of who you are and what you're doing while you're creating this positive change in your area. So uh, we're on to your next accomplishment that you're so proud of. I know there are many. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say, I don't know, like just that whole process, honestly, of getting out of that dark mindset and trying to, and you know, that negative kind of energy of everyone hates me or this environment is just, it's me. It's me. I'm the problem. You know, I'm not doing everything that everyone wants me to. So I, I at least I have to take myself out the equation. Coming out of that um, is the third thing that I'm very, very much proud of, um, honestly, um, because I say that really helped me develop myself and kind of come into Jasmine. You know. Um, I think that was positioned so beautifully. Help you to come you. into Jasmine, come into yourself, to wake up to you. Right, in all yeah. that you are. Oh, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, you're you're doing an amazing job with your life. And so, how do you? Because it hasn't been too long. I mean, it's been a long time since I was in college, but I do remember the rigors of study. And um, I, as I mentioned, I have two children in, in college right now. I got two nieces who are, I'm very close mm-hmm. to are in college right now. And uh, so I'm not that far removed from the heavy workload. My daughter's a senior in college now. And uh, how do you manage all of this? Like, how, where do you go to rejuvenate yourself so that you can give? Because I know that you cannot give, a, you know, health in a healthy way from an empty wagon. You have to fill up. So how do you do that? How do you rejuvenate yourself so you can give it this level? Right. So I actually, that's a great question because I have experienced a lot of like um, energy draining situations, you know, like when you're putting in too much, even if you like it, but if you're putting in too much of something where, you know, it kind of depletes you in a way, you know, you have to like put in more to your, like I like the way um, you asked that question. Uh, I would say honestly, just being like alone. And that might not be it for a lot of people, but um, for me, because I'm a people person and I can get lost in those situations, being alone where I can, like, center myself, you know, so I love the library. But if I'm doing a homework that's 
I kind of feel like I, I, uh, I can't really focus or it's too much or whatever. I can't be in a library because, um, you know, I'd probably start talking to people or start, you know, my mind would start wandering or I would see other things, you know what I mean? So me personally, I just have to be alone. I, I work better when I am there's zero, there's nothing but my mind. Um, but, you know, like in the mornings, definitely I, I make time to go for walks and runs, but that's not that easy for a lot of people. It wasn't easy for me in the beginning either. Um, but that kind of became my safe space because I was able to, you know, I, I don't know, it was something like exerting stuff for me, exerting my energy, like physically, while being able to be in my brain mentally. Something about that, um, that balance there helps me um, really clear things out. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, that is, as, I, as you were saying that, it was even soothing for me to think about. I, yeah having that space and creating that space where mm. it's just you right mm. and you get to become the watcher of your own thoughts right right without you right you get to become the watcher of your own thoughts and and I love how you said you have that time in nature where you can either go for a walk or something and it's just you and you have mm-hmm. that time and in that space that increases in um our ability to have self-awareness to, right. to have, and to self-soothe. So for our listeners out there who, you know, feel a lot of times overwhelmed because you really do have a lot on your plate, like, anybody, you know, Jasmine, you have a lot on your plate. You're doing a great job managing it. Um, but for everybody who's who, you know, wherever you are in your life, beginning, middle and wherever you are in your life, creating it's never too late to become more mm-hmm. self-aware, you will always get benefit from that. Getting to know yourself more and more and more. And, and I have to say this, allowing yourself space to change. Don't mm-hmm. judge that, right? Allowing your, allowing yourself space to change, right? And just watching that change. I think that's beautiful that you are aware that you recharge by some time in yourself, alone by yourself, and that helps you to re- regenerate. And um, I think you kind of talked about, you know, those are your peaceful activities, having some time alone, have, maybe getting out in nature. Um, what do you find inspires you? Like you wake up in the morning and I don't know, do you feel inspired when you wake up in the morning or, you know, what's going on there in that space? Yeah, um, honestly, like, you know, some days I, I get up, I'm like, okay, I just want to lay here, let me, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think a lot of people, you know, that's a, that's a normal feeling. It's called rest, you know? Um, but I don't know. I think what inspires me really is the fact that I, I chose me, like I chose my path, like I, I chose what I wanted to do, that like I'm choosing myself. I think that's what inspires me. Because um, I don't know, like everything makes sense to me when I, like, I mean, I, I, it sounds so simple, like everything makes sense when you, <laughs> you choose it yourself. But it, it's kind of, you know, once you put that in everyday life, like, you know, not really. I'm not saying don't be, don't let yourself get uncomfortable sometimes because, you know, of course, you learn a lot from that. But, you know, allowing yourself to know where your distances, know where separations are, know where your um, boundaries lie. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think what inspires me is that I, I chose myself. I chose this. I chose to be in me. I chose to love. I, I chose this. And I, I don't know how that inspires me because I, I, I think I had a, people choosing for me a lot in my life. And so this kind of feels like a new energy, but, like, like it's um it's comfortable because like I've always I've always wanted it you know I've always yearned for it. That right, it, 
-hmm. And that I hear so much from people of all ages too. Being able to be in your space and make your decisions and own that. And own mm -hmm. that. This is my choice. So being in that space is so very important. It's knowing that this is the choice that I've made today. I've made this choice and I'm willing to see it to whatever, you know, you can call the beginning, the beginning, the middle, the middle, and you get to call the end, the end. And that's beautiful about that journey and earning that. And for those people who actually, you know, and Jasmine, I can say this because I'm, I'm, I'm older, right? You're in the beginning of your journey. And so in the beginning of your journey, it's easy to say my parents, right? But I will tell you that you'll probably meet people who are my age and older who are still saying, well, my parents, right? And mm. at some point, it really is you making the choice, mm. right? Even when you don't want to, we don't want to say that because maybe we're not doing what we want to do, but you are making the choice to do what you don't want to do. So then mm. go, I, and I'm hearing that, so I want to say it out loud, that I'm going back to your, to your answer before, spend time with yourself, so that way you'll know whether or not you're making choices that make you feel fulfilled, that put you in your happy place. So you're not just moving robotically. And I think that's so very important when I ask, you know, how do you how do you rejuvenate? What do you do to refill your cup? And you mentioned you spend some time alone. You spend some time, you know, maybe going out for a walk, again, you know, by yourself in the morning. You're spending that time and during that time, you're rejuvenating yourself and you're there's something happening on a subconscious level, cellular level, even where you're rejuvenating and you're becoming more aware of what are the things that you need to do that help you to be more you. Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And I got to tell you, I'm encouraged that that you have um, this much insight into who you are because it takes a lifetime for a lot of people to get this. So. What do you look for in inspiration? Like, what inspires you? Um, people-wise or, like, situational? Well, we'll go with people first, and we'll talk about situation. I say people first because you're in the people business with sloppy vinyl. So, but mm -hmm. what 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 inspires you when you're, you know, in, in people? Um, oh, my goodness. Every, it's, this is such a blessing, honestly, to, to be here um, because, what inspires me is everyone else's passion. <laughs> like, you, you know, like even the days that I'm not feeling it, I, I come in and see, you know, my um, assistant just at her desk, like working like, hey, Jazz, so we have this, and I think we can make this better for that, you know, that, and that makes me excited. I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, okay, we can do that, that. Um, and then, you know, the videographer, he's back there, he's always blasting music, you know, I mean, I'm like, okay, wait, hold on, he, he's in the vibe, I can get in the vibe. You know what I mean? But it's not like, you know, like I have to get it in it because I'm here. It's like they're working for themselves. And I, I, it's so, I don't know, it's so beautiful to me for some reason. I don't know. I, I, I love seeing them, um, you know, tell me what they, you know, what, where they want to go, um, why they got there, um, wh who they want to inspire. Like that gives me passion. So I'm like, okay, well, let's do it then. <laughs> right. so I love it. You're able to connect to someone's energy. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's talk about situations. Like what situations do you find are most inspiring? Like that put you, you know, I, I, there's a phrase that I use a lot of times. And 
And as an artist, I'll tell people I'm in the zone, right? right? Right. And so, you know, and um, over the years, you know, my family and friends just smile because when I get in the zone, like everything becomes um, electrified or magnified in my path and anything can be used because I'm just in this artistic place. Um, but what, you know, what, I guess, puts you in the zone? What inspires you situationally? Like, you know, you're here and just this this is just your jam. It puts you and inspires you to go to your next level. Oh, um, oh my goodness. We can say anything from uh from Lauren Hill. <laughs> we can say anything from Lauren Hill. Like if I'm wait, honestly, hold on. We can say I I turn on Lauren Hill. Like if, if I if I'm like, okay, I wanna get in the creative zone, I, I hear I hear my, my baby's voice. Um either Lauren, um I listen to some God in me. I'm gonna give actually songs, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, God in me is one that 100%. If I need, if I need something, I I I, I listen to God in me. Um, uh, do you know that song? Yeah, it's the God in me. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Is that the? Am I, am I thinking of, of the right one? No, no, you are. You are. Oh, okay. I, I I I was trying to think of the artist's name, but it didn't come to me. But that's actually what I was just looking for. It was not. It wasn't coming to me either. Um, because um, I know it because my daughter was in high school. Uh, I I bought it for. Her. Oh, you bought it. I think that I think that's this, if, it, if it's the same song, but um, yeah. <laughs> and I know what you mean. But music is a whole experience, right? Mm -hmm. Done, done. I mean, well, even if, even, I will say this, I was going to say done properly, it can have such an impact, but any music has an impact, right? It does change your vibrational energy. So I, I do yeah, think, sure. I agree with you. And, and if you know how to use music properly, you can, you probably never have a bad day in your life, really. You'll have a day where you're conscious that you need to re recalibrate. And you could do, you can use the vibrational energy of music to do that. You probably should have a whole show on that, right? But you can use the, and you would notice too that you could use music. Um, it, 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 some music can change your mood for the not so good. <laughs> and you'll realize, you know, if, if, if you're super aware, you'll realize that, gosh, I was, that's a great beat, but not really a good message for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. I, and, and I have I have come to that place of my kids laugh at me now. If I'll like a song, I, I like all sorts of music, all types of music. I love music, but I generally will um, Google the lyrics. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And my daughter was like, oh, did you hear something in the lyrics? I said, yeah, I no longer listen to that song. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I don't want that energetic um, vibration. I don't want to be. I, I just don't want to spend my time trying to claw my way up from that vibrational energy. So I agree with you. Using music really can help to inspire you. Yeah. So um, there's so many, there's so many things that you're doing right now, civically, you know, civic minded. I'm still going back. And I, I, I think I said this during the break. I didn't say it on the air, but when you were talking about um, your protest in your small town where you were only expecting five people to show up and uh, and it was going to be cloudy that day and 
so the sun came out and then a thousand people came up and as you were telling that story and i told you this during the break as you were telling that story the first thing that popped into my mind was jesus and the two fish and the five loaves of bread and the disciples saying that no we don't you know we don't have enough to feed the people and um I sort of think of your peaceful love protest and saying, hey, we need to bring awareness to this wrong. Um, that's love. We say there's a wrong and we want to make it right so we can exist in peace, right? And thinking that we're going to go forth, even though we only have five people, five people can be an impact, but you going forth with that five was blessed mm-hmm. and, and multiplied to a thousand. And there the multitude is um gets fed by that, gets fed the diet of love, right? The diet of mm. acceptance, the diet of finding similarities, right? That's, right. The, I think, um, the beautiful thing about art. It has the ability to unite us, right? For us to find our similarities, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, oh, wow, I can see, I find myself in this art, you find yourself in this art, and before you know it, you know, all our differences, they don't even matter. We're lost in the art. So and you, you, I believe, are doing, doing your calling, at least for now, because it's okay for it to change 10,000 times before you, um, you know, get to the end of your journey. But you're in a place right now, at least it sounds like to me, you're in a place right now, and you said this, where you're making the choices, and the choices feel good. Right. I think I hear I think I hear you saying that you're making mm-hmm. the choices and the choices feel good. And so for anybody who's just joining us, I, we're, we're talking to Jasmine Cartwright Atkins, who is the head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl. And they search the social media for talent that they can for artists that they can um, help. What's my son say? Put them on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, in some form or fashion. So if that happens to be you or somebody you know in the listening audience, please, um, you know, uh, Jasmine Cartwright Atkins is our guest today. You can call in with questions or you can contact um, Sloppy Vinyl. You're listening to her here on our show today. She is... I gotta say it, but maybe the second or third time, she is the she is Black History in the making, right? We are make she is making history, just like you, just like me. We're all right here, wherever you are, whatever your ethnicity. It doesn't matter. We're really all the same anyway. Let's just go ahead and say that from the right. beginning. But we are making history right now, and we're making a love history, and she is making a history, a contribution of what can't you do? Well, the answer to that is. You can do anything you want to at any phase in your life. And that's why, Jasmine, I was so fascinated to have you on the show, because uh, I keep going back to the fact that you're a senior at Seton Hall University. You um, major in um, marketing, uh, minor in broadcast, head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl, civic minded. You're doing so much. And yet you're finding space in all of that to make sure that you are healed. You talked a little bit about in the beginning your journey of having to come to yourself, right, and to, to face yourself and to to be able to move to this place where you felt good about Jasmine, and you're mm-hmm. doing all of this, and it's never too soon, it's never too late, and as a community of you know of, of the human race, I love when we can come together and we can have these type of conversations, and say, hey, mm-hmm. even where you are right now, you have something to give. And when you give it, my goodness, you're going to feel whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. That is our definition, not 
you know, we didn't make it up, but it's a definition that we use here in Everyday mm-hmm. Peace with Dr. Drayvon James, and it absolutely works. So we have about three uh, about three minutes left. I want to ask you just a couple more questions because it, you're just a fascinating person to talk about. Um, I appreciate uh, in in head of, head of marketing, Sloppy Vinyl. How do you come up with in, new creative ideas? It seems to me that after a while, <laughs> day in day out, right, it could be challenging. I'm waiting for the muse to visit on any day. But how how if you're the head of marketing, I know this is something you have to do on a regular basis very systematically how do you come up with new creative ideas uh for like for branding the artist yes um honestly oh my goodness the people the people make it so easy so <laughs> i have the um this thing called uh, well okay so i have a problem my problem is that i will i love and I, I know a lot of people say this but like when i love like i love and that was like an issue when i was younger you know i mean just meeting people that you just think you like more um but no i i love I, li- I love people um, so when people talk to me, it's like I, I look at them from a point of, like, I already love you. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm romanticizing everything you're telling me. Um, so, honestly, it's, everyone is so different. Like, people could have, you know, on the outer, on the surface, like a, 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 normal, a normal aesthetic or, you know what I mean, a quote-unquote normal aesthetic or look similarly or, like, they have similar ideas to everyone. But I, I, I promise, I mean, I've met with, I think, close to more than 100 people this, like, this past, like, three, two months. And every single person is different. You know what I mean? Like every single person. <laughs> so I, I think that's my muse is every person in themselves, like just being themselves because everyone is yeah. so cool to me. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but everyone is really cool to me. It's really, it's really easy to make someone, not, not even make someone see themselves. It's like introduce an idea of how someone else can see them, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I love how you started off by saying that, you know, you go to this place of love, right? And I think that is the whole point about making history, right? When we make history that is a legacy that we're proud of, the foundation of that history, whether we make a lot of mistakes, and my goodness, we're going to do things, we're going to look back and say, "Eh, if I known better, I would have done something different, right? But but that's really okay, because if that decision comes from a place of love, we're all right. We'll be okay. Right. And I hear you saying that, you know, your muse is love. So this is Dr. Drayvon James. We're out of time. Can you believe it? Our guest today, um, Jasmine Cartwright Atkins from Sloppy Vinyl. Thank you for being here. Absolutely love you, listeners. We'll talk next week. Hi. Thank you for having me. Everyday Peace with Dr. Trayvon James. You have the power right now, today, to make the decisions, to take the actions that lead you to your next level of greatness. And I would love to walk with you on your journey. Here's some ways we can connect. Schedule a coaching session. Contact me at info at drdrayvonjames.com. Enroll in my online university course, the 2020 Clarity Course, at the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning International. Enroll in the Brilliant Life nine-week online coaching session with me and Keisha Dixon at info at drdravonjames.com. Purchase my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, from Amazon. 
Thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. I absolutely love you. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 